0: Just a safe space where I share personal stories from my spiritual journey. In February of 2015, I started a blog. Wait, scratch that. I started a Tumblr, a very anonymous Tumblr. On a whim, I named it. Following hawks in honor of some unusual experiences I'd had with hawks that sparked my spiritual awakening years earlier. But now, in 2015, these things that had been happening to me, both in my dreams and in real life, for the better part of a decade were getting weirder by the day. And I wanted to keep track of them to see if there was some kind of deeper pattern or message coming through. But let me back up because. In the year prior to this, I had completely blown up my life. I'd quit my job, or rather, my hospitality career I'd spent 15 years building in Sacramento, California, where I'd lived almost my entire life. People thought I was literally insane. I mean, they also thought I was insane when I left the big corporate hotel brand I was working at in 2008 to, quote, ruin my career and open a brand new boutique hotel as the economy was crashing down around us. But I'd helped build that property into one of the most popular spots in town over the past six years, and by 2014, had one of the most coveted jobs in the city. So when I announced that I was quitting my job and moving to Montana, jaws dropped. Most of my friends and colleagues said things like, you know, you can always come back if it doesn't work out. But I knew I wasn't coming back. My soul had been nudging me for years to make a change. Get out of the city and live somewhere surrounded by pine trees and water. I was leaving and not looking back. Except that exactly one year later, I was back. Kind of. As it turned out, the job I took in Montana was an absolute disaster. Let's just say that I wasn't a good fit for their corporate culture. And I didn't blow up my old life to be miserable in my new life, just in a different location. So, nine months in, I quit that job and started taking contract work with my former employer in California, which is how I ended up back in Sacramento for a few months. But during those months leading up to quitting my job in Montana, I did a whole lot of soul searching and walking. Lots of walking, and thinking, and crying. There was a lot of crying. And it was during that time that I started noticing something unusual. It seemed like I was somehow receiving messages from the trees in my neighborhood, kind of like whispers in my ears, or like a thought in my head that I didn't put there. It was happening often enough that I was pretty sure I wasn't imagining it. So, I started looking online for answers. I would find little nuggets of information here and there, some books on animal communication, but that was about it. I literally couldn't find anyone who was saying, Hey, nature talks to us and we can talk back. You are not crazy. This is a real thing. So, I didn't tell anyone what was happening, not even my husband for the better part of a year. I mean, I'd already dragged him halfway across the country where we didn't know a soul and he'd had to start his business again from scratch. And now I wanted to quit the job we moved here for. Oh, and by the way, I'm talking to trees in my spare time. No, thank you. I did not need to be committed to a mental institution, which at this point, I wouldn't have been surprised if he'd suggested. As a side note, he actually believed me about the trees when I told him and supported me quitting my job too. So I definitely won the husband lottery in this lifetime. But anyhow, that's how I ended up sitting in a restaurant with an intuitive friend of mine back in Sacramento five years ago, telling her that trees and plants were talking to me and I didn't know what to do about it. Start a blog, she said. You should write these stories down. Um, no, I am not starting a blog. Literally, you and my husband are the only two people who know about this. Why would I start telling strangers? But she said that other people have to be having these experiences too. And that I should share about it so they don't also think they're crazy. But at this point, I still wasn't sure I wasn't crazy. But when I went back to my hotel room that night, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Maybe it could just be like an online diary, I was thinking. But I definitely didn't want my friends or family or clients Googling my name and finding this weird blog where I was talking to trees. So, I settled on Tumblr and I didn't put my name on it anywhere. For a year and a half, I just recorded short little snippets of my life, weird dreams that seemed to have deeper meanings, and messages from plants I walked past on the sidewalk. One day, I decided maybe it did need to be a blog after all, and I transferred all of my posts over to my own site. I wrote four or five posts over the next few weeks and then shared them to Pinterest. And that's the first time I realized. I wasn't actually crazy, and I wasn't alone. Emails and comments started coming in from other people having similar experiences, and slowly, the Following Hawks community began to grow. It's continued over the years to be much more of a personal journal of my spiritual journey than any kind of how-to type of blog. So when my guide started nudging me to start a podcast earlier this year, I wasn't really sure how to translate that into a typical... Interview type show that I'd listened to on other podcasts. But that's not what they were suggesting. Just tell your stories in your own voice, they said. And so that's what I intend to do here on the Earth Keepers podcast. Although the sparks that initially led me on this path were hawks and trees, I find that I'm always peeling back another layer of the onion, moving in a spiral in and out of teachings from spirit, going deeper, and then coming back to where I was, but with a different understanding. I've come to know that our human bodies are inherently intertwined with the energies of the earth, that even if our home is somewhere in the stars, we chose to be embodied here on earth in this lifetime to learn and heal and grow alongside the sentient being we call Gaia. I don't believe in rigid rules or secrecy in spiritual teachings. This information is for and within each and every one of us. So I'm no guru, and I'm learning and remembering lifetimes of experiences with the earth right along with you. And I found that the more I share my stories, the more of my soul family I find. And the more of your stories I hear, the more I remember who I already am. So I hope you decide to join me here. I'll be talking about working with the spirits of the land, all about earth energies like portals and vortexes and grids sharing channeled messages from my guides, many of whom people might call mythical. And by that, I mostly mean Bigfoot. I work with Bigfoot all the time, so there will be no shortage of Bigfoot stories here. You can also anticipate lots of Ascension chat. I love breaking complicated scientific stuff down in ways we can all understand. So if you want to learn more about the multiverse, parallel timelines, shifting between dimensions, vibration and frequency, and whatever else my guides want to teach me about, the Earth Keepers podcast is where we can collectively geek out on these subjects and also laugh about what it means to be a human upon the earth at this moment in time. Because I don't know about you, but my guides poke fun at me all the time and remind me not to take life quite so seriously. So be sure to subscribe to the Earth Keepers podcast so you don't miss an episode as they're released and I'll be seeing you soon. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Earth Keepers podcast. I'm so honored to share this journey with you. I would love it if you join me and other Earth Keepers from around the world in the following Hawks Earth Keepers community on Facebook. To find the show notes, additional resources, or learn more about working with me, go to earthkeeperspodcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the multiverse.